0: Welcome to the Searching for SaaS podcast, where you'll join Nate and Josh, two founders on very different stages of their businesses. Nate is earlier on his journey and is looking for something to stick, while Josh is in the company building phase. Together, they will geek out on software as a service and share their stories. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, Nate, thought we'd start off today with a, a tweet we made from our Searching for SaaS Twitter handle. So... We got a lot of likes on it. There were 19, and it is a reply to a tweet by James Wood that his question was, what's the most challenging thing in building a SaaS business for you? So knowing that I do a lot of the replying on there, and I think we can (laughs) put that in our profile, I responded with, fighting the urge to build another SaaS at the same time. Internal voice must focus and double down on current success. Shiny and new isn't better
1: yeah well i think that's because it's such a truth like when you're working on something and you're getting a little bit down in the dumps because you don't have a lot of new customers then it's really easy to look at some shiny new object and be like "Ooh, i want that thing can i add this new framework can i you know pivot to this new idea i think that's a real temptation for a lot of founders
0: yeah totally it's uh grass is always greener and I think for all of us that like to start things, it's just getting that new feeling of starting something new. And it, it may not be that there's anything really wrong, even I know you mentioned maybe not getting customers, but I mean, that's not the case for us now, but for, for Referral Rock, but at the same time, I get ideas all the time for different random things. And I sort of put them in a a list somewhere to never be really often looked at again so
1: yeah so is that how you kind of fight it you just put it on a list and say okay one day i can deal with these later
0: yeah kind of i just i I write them down on a list i have i have a notion doc for it now if it gets obviously a little more serious like the idea comes up multiple times you know i might write a little bit more on it and then still kind of file it away maybe it's in a note with a bunch of other notes of ideas and if it warrants its own special note with its own title, that, that might mean something. And if I buy a domain, then that's a little more serious, but it could still all be tucked away at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, writing it down is a good way to compartmentalize for sure.
0: Yeah. My wife tells me I'm good at that. <laughs> so. That and selective listening. So.
1: <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah.
0: So. So anyway, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about well actually extending our conversation from last week so we talked about niches and I think we had a little fun with the how big is this market quiz I know you you weren't you weren't happy with how you felt about the end results and I think you want to get a little bit further into it but one of the questions that started there was you know you you asked me about how I validate different markets and things like that and I tried to keep us on the rails because I had a couple other quiz questions I definitely wanted to ask you. But I thought we'd dig into that a little bit and, and maybe anything else you felt about the last last week's talk about about niches.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. And yeah, that was like a huge hole at the end there with like, how, how do you know that this niche is good or not? Because sure, you, you can find niches, but it only matters if they're good ones, right? And I think you kind of hinted that you had some sort of a method that you like to use. Did you have Did you want to share that a little bit? Or would you rather, like, I've got some ideas and you can tell me if I'm, you know, on the right path or not?
0: (laughs) Either way, if you want. I mean, I could tell you my process. Although I would sort of preface that with I am, I have, I'm not actively searching for ideas. Hmm. As we probably started with this Twitter quote at the top. (laughs) I can, I can use extra distractions. Like, yeah, just don't need any extra distractions at this point. But if I was hunting, I would look at markets and i think something i naturally do a bit is is go through a certain process so would you like to hear my process or would you prefer to say how you do it which is fine too we can swap however you like
1: well maybe we'll start off with how i think it should work and then you can interject as i start talking maybe
0: i mean doesn't mean mine's right it's just Uh, (laughs) you might have something i'm like oh never mind i'm not doing my processing so so go for it
1: so i guess like probably like really high level on a a market like so so we're 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 validating in a niche so we've we've looked around at the different markets or we've found a company or something that we find is interesting and that's kind of piqued our curiosity and so we say hey i could do just like company x but i'm going to change slightly and that's where my niche is going to be and so i think one thing to look at first is just like high level where is that market kind of moving like is that something that's growing, or is that something that's kind of getting smaller? And that niche that you're aiming for, is that how how is that trending? Is it going up, or is it going down? Are people offline or online for that? Okay. What, what do you think so far?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have that in there in my order of operations, but it is probably further down in terms of like the I guess what's the word. I want to say timing or just like the current like which direction is Workflow. this market going.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, or trend, maybe trend. Yeah. It's like where is it where is it trending. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I do have that but I have it further down. I actually earlier than that, my very first thing and I don't know if this is, is 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 going to Google right away is my number one is just hey, let me just search to see what else is out there. How big is this this space so that that's number one for me of the my, my first step in kind of whenever I come up with an idea or or looking at a product and I'm like or like you said found a found a interesting company I'm like huh I wonder how big that space is and my natural first one is is just google and see what comes up in the query results
1: and so when you google are you looking for like is there a giant enterprise in this market or is there lots of competition or like, what, what are you looking for?
0: I think it's just, just getting, getting my head in that space. So it is like, Oh, there's an enterprise one. Okay. That's interesting. Like there's probably a lot of different ways to look at it, but I'm just like getting a lay of the land. So digging my head into it's like, Oh, there's these couple things. Then I might navigate to, Capter or g2 oh is there a name for this space like what is this actually called am i even searching for the right thing
1: yeah okay so like just kind of trying to get background information see what's out there that kind of thing
0: yeah yeah i go i go i guess i go a little bit broader than even thinking about where the market's going yet just mainly mainly because i to just like what is the general size now and and at this point i don't know if there's anything that really it's like an informa- information gathering phase. I don't think it's mm-hmm. anything that just like throws me off. One of the other information things regarding the Google search is I use ah- Ahrefs. So I go and look in, or do you say Ahrefs? I don't know. What yeah. What do people say? It's like you read it all day. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> I go to Ahrefs, uh, the, the SEO kind of tracking tool or monitoring tool also, and just go look at like traffic numbers they're reported at because... I'm only going to see from what I see from Google. It's not going to tell me volume, and there's other ways to track volume. But I think volume is also a volume is a good indicator and also level of competition for keywords. Yeah. So that kind of gives me a general idea of like also just scoping research on that market.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I have, I have that as one of my points as well. And one thing I noticed with Ahrefs because I I don't have it is it's quite expensive. Is there any other tools that you would recommend around that or
0: uh, I think there's I think there's like like keywords everywhere. I don't. Is that a paid one?
1: I, uh, I can't remember. I know Neil uh, Patel has like a a little tool that uh, you can use.
0: Uber suggest yeah. that one's. Yeah, I think because it's free, it also has a lot of capacha or recapacha things. It's yeah. Like it it gets annoying to use. So I think there's a good amount of free free ones out there too of just like just to get a general frame of reference, but I'll be honest, we use Ahrefs for referral rock a lot. So we have a paid account, so it's kind of just a a natural that that's a business expense at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So sweet. That was my second point, which was SEO research. So few had sort of right. And then next on my list, I had to research competitors. And so that would be like, go to their homepage, you know, find the people when you search them, search your uh, market on Google, look at what what competitors come up, look through their their pages to kind of see how they're positioned, see kind of MRR numbers or number of employees, if you can find that stuff. Any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I do look in that area. So I also look into... I had listed here like look up revenue, look up funding, so you might end up on a crunch base or other references that that just might just give an idea anytime I look at those. I do factor in time, so when was the date of these so like scaling out my brain if if they if they had the funding round like two years ago and where where are they where are they at now type of thing, so then gives you an idea of just i guess i guess referencing it back to what it would be today so um just a scoping scoping some of that, so they may not be doing too well. For instance, if they took funding like three or four years ago, and they haven't had funding since, because most people, once you are on the funding track, you are kind of on it on a probably about like a two year clip um, or or faster sometimes. So,
1: right. So, you are kind of looking at funding as like a health indicator, like how are this how is this company doing?
0: Yeah, yeah, and and are they still around? Are they still like? you know, when was their last blog post? (laughs) I mean, depending on these ones, they're just like kind of just starting to just gather some of these just like signals, right? Mm -hmm. So they're all different different signals. And again, at this point, I don't think I've made a determination yet. It's just gathering like where, you know, what's out there at this point.
1: Okay. So when you're kind of looking, is there anything, any red flags when you're looking at competitors that kind of say to you, this market might not be a good market to enter. Go ahead.
0: Based off of, based purely off of the competition, I mean, I think that my my I would say my brain starts to gravitate not necessarily based off of the competition. I think it gets back to what is the positioning, what is the niche, what is something you know potentially different, and also I probably look at the broad space in general and is like, well, okay, you know, we kind of already probably might have ruled this out or not. Is this something I'm interested in? Is always a factor. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of a little, I feel like I'm always interested in everything. So that's not really something that weeds things out for me personally. But I also like to look at, is this a feature, not a tool? Or or sorry, not, sorry. Is this a feature, not a solution type of thing? So could you dive, oftentimes, yeah, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, could you dive into that a bit more? I, I'm not sure I understand what you mean.
0: Okay, like what I mean is oftentimes some differentiation starts with, oh, this this podcast recording software is just needs like, this is what would make it different. It would have this feature or something like that. So I try to think about that because could they easily build that feature or maybe there's a reason they didn't build that feature or also like how easy is it for once I gain traction on it and someone starts to see that, then they just build the feature because they're already further ahead they already have more market share like could I be easily squashed can I can I build more of a compelling thing towards that that isn't just like a like a checkbox or something else that someone could add on quickly
1: okay so you're trying to like position you're, you're trying to think of can I position my software to have like a different way of thinking about the problem or like have a a unique way of approaching the problem in or rather than adding you know five extra features to X existing software?
0: Um, I think that's a way to think about it. I'm definitely trying to think about the positioning off the bat, but where I am trying to throw a red flag for myself, if I, if I realize that positioning is just a feature, so that's, that's the, like the, the stop sign. So that's probably the first stop sign that I'm thinking about is like, can this easily be consumed by someone like easily? just checked off and done by someone else that is basically in a better position to do it, right? Do they have leverage in that where at this point I'm going from zero, I have no leverage. Mm -hmm. And if someone else is in a more leveraged position it's a better positioning and they just do X, then all of a sudden my lunch is eaten. So like I'm looking at, this is a reason to not pursue it in that case is because like As soon as I'm out there, is that, is the idea really, or the feature idea, is that the differentiation? Because that may not necessarily hold water, you know, six months down the road.
1: Yeah, yeah. You mentioned uh, a minute ago, whether the idea is something I'm interested in. One thing that I often think about is, are the type of people who buy this software people that I want to work with, or people that I would work well with? And I'm just thinking that, like, there are you know, certain industries that can be very hard nosed or there can be certain industries that are very, they need a lot more customer support. And if you pick those things well in this phase, then you can kind of land yourself in a spot where you're going to, to grow a lot better.
0: Hmm. Okay. That's another one that I probably haven't factored in before. <laughs> so similar to, yes, yeah, so probably maybe for the same reason, like, and maybe that's something that would rule me out later on. Like, yeah, I'm not, I haven't really put that in as a factor for me, but. It might be a strong one for you if there are if there are definitely people out there that you're like, I don't wanna to talk to XYZ type of person. I don't know.
1: Okay. Next I had on my list to kind of go around and look at forums and like talk to people on Twitter, find those types of connections.
0: Oh, so you're already jumping into like can I can I get more insight into this into this? market
1: yeah did you have anything before that
0: so i did have now is the part where i did have the where's this market going so you had that as your first one so this 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 is this is where that comes into play for me next which is yeah like is this a growing market and and again this is probably one of those ones where the size of the market is important like it should be something and not super small anything that's super small I'm probably like where there's barely any searches on or it's it's hard to search for. I mean, that's kind of a, I know I'm a big SEO believer. So as a distribution channel, but if I can't search it or it's not easy to search for, it's kind of a non-starter for me. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, I do know why. I probably just answered that question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're, you kind of go, one of your go-to methods for getting customers is SEO, right? So it makes right. sense that you would, approach it that way.
0: So yeah, I think like a market could be big and, but it could also be filled with incumbents and old people that are still doing on-prem stuff. Maybe it hasn't jumped onto the SaaS train yet, or is very, you know, they don't want to jump to the SaaS train because it would cannibalize their own earnings or other things like that. So, so that's not necessarily like a bad thing. I think you, oh, you did mention in the last episode, you were like, yeah, if I do this and I'm just going to end up on page six. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, that, That's a real fear, right? Like I think in the, like you mentioned in that that conversation early on, just being uh, prettier or just being more accessible is not what's going to get you ahead. You need something that's more like a, something stickier, right? To get you up, up in the search rankings.
0: Well, I think like we talked about, like that's still part of that, differentiation and positioning part of it that I think is within that market. So if you like that market and you're finding an edge, right, Mm. I think that that could be important. But for me, the fact that I would start on page six, like isn't a worry. And maybe it's my, again, my, my, my pulling myself more towards the SEO stuff. Like, okay, I can get past page six. Like I'm not too worried about it. I mean, the one I would want more worry about is if you are looking at Ahrefs and they do rank keyword difficulty and the keyword difficulty is like 90, which <laughs> it's on a, it's on a hundred point scale. So if I'm looking at anything in like the, you know, probably below 70 range, like I have a reasonable, like, oh, okay, I can figure out something at yeah. least for the main, the main term to what you would do to look for that type of software.
1: Yeah. Okay. And so then I guess after that, I kind of went down the, like the more information gathering. And so I just got in progressively more difficult things to do. So the first part being the the forums and talking to people on Twitter, like I was talking about, and then like landing page or surveys, that type of Mm -hmm. thing. And then, you know, finally going towards the MVP type of phase. Any- Interesting, because I,
0: I don't have any of that on my list yet. Like, so I'm still on, like I had some other things on on the direction the market's going. So
1: okay.
0: one of the things I think about is trends, right? Like we talked about, is it trending in which direction? So, because I do think all of these, at least digital and SaaS markets will grow, hmm. right? Like just naturally, there's more people coming online. There's more, especially in B2B, there's more businesses that are coming online or businesses that are starting today that might be digitally native versus like, you know, a carpet cleaning business that was started 20 years ago or 10 years ago. Like they have their playbook. They're just running their playbook of placing ads until it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And now if a carpet cleaner starts today, the first thing they're doing is probably like, I I need some Yelp reviews. I need some other things. So those are the digital natives that are coming in. And as their markets grow, you know, there's just more, more businesses that are thinking digital first. Yeah, yeah, And then you have other ones, like you have these trends of like, we talked about podcasting and other things. But it's hard to bet on trends, right? It's hard to bet on these things that everyone says, this is going to be the year of IoT. Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen the year of IoT for many years. And I think we talked about that last time and said, okay, who would have thought, like, Alexa and those things were what is was going to be the killer killer product or killer idea to launch that area
1: so. Yeah, I feel like even like the the smart home Systems are kind of the there was an era like that Where feels like we're kind of in that era a little bit where it's not so much just IOT, but more specifically it's like Smart home devices or something like that
0: Yeah, I don't know if you were even around that time on the internet you young in <laughs> but if you do you remember any of the X10 stuff no, I Does don't. Does that ring any bell? No. Okay. So back in like the early two thousands, like X X ten, I don't even know if the site is still around, like one of the very first internet stuff you could see was like smart home is coming. So this was like <laughs> and it's like here now. Yeah. But only in the probably the past maybe three or four years. But they were talking about it in like the late nineties and early two thousands. Like any year now, it's mm. gonna be this thing. And you know, fifteen 20 years later, finally, it's a thing. Yeah,
1: Well, and, and that's the thing with trends too, right? Is that they could really easily be overhyped. Like even if I look at now, like we have a lot of uh, access to smart home technology, but still it's it didn't take off quite the way I might've thought that it would if you had said, you know, smart home technology, oh, well, that's the, the thing that's happening right now.
0: Right, right. So yeah, betting on trends for me, I'm a little more conservative. I'm kind of like, eh, I'd rather just have something that will i'm not gonna ride or die by that trend if that trend doesn't grow like who needs another factor that can kill my business so
1: yeah yeah so what what else did you have before you started getting into the more difficult things
0: so the one i have now is it does sort of align based off of if you think about the way i've already done my mental validation Mm -hmm. or this this like is the next step honestly is Distribution. So I know we talked about that and I ma- tried to make a little point of it is like what did Typeform and Buffer and all these different ones have in common? And I did mention, you know, they were small then. No one thought they were necessarily markets or thought they were potentially small markets then. But they all figured out distribution yeah. along the way. So for me, the next step is not the MVP, not the... The forums and getting customer interviews and feedback and like, basically getting the pulse of what those areas are. For me, it's how am I going to get distribution. So it goes into like the how would the, you know, maybe it is an SEO strategy, but I do firmly believe without distribution, you're kind of or a, or a way to get towards some distribution. You're sort of at a non-starter for a business.
1: Yeah, and that totally makes sense. That, that would be why uh, a lot of us build software that nobody buys, right? Because the distribution is what gets you that in a lot of ways. So do we want to, did you want to run through a couple different distribution uh, methods or?
0: Yeah, I mean, we could talk a little bit about some. I mean, we talked obviously a bit about SEO and that is my near and dear to my heart and how I look at this. And I think it is a very common ideal one for bootstrappers. So definitely talk a little bit more about SEO, but what other ones have you, have you used in the past?
1: Yeah. So I've used marketplaces in the past, like with status list, I had that on uh, the Heroku Mm -hmm. add-ons marketplace. And that's pretty nice because like basically you're paying for traffic by doing revenue sharing of some sort. And I thought that was pretty neat. The other one I've done a little bit of like Teeny tiny is a little bit of content marketing, just writing blog posts and specific posts around the topic that I'm trying to sell. Uh, That
0: sounds like SEO.
1: Sounds like SEO. (laughs) Well, Well,
0: yeah, actually. So how do you, how do you view that differently when, when I say SEO?
1: So I kind of view SEO as like optimizing my page with keywords and like headings in such a way that the search engines are going to pick it up really well. Whereas I view content marketing more as like, I'm going to write lots, I'm going to write lots of content about the topic that I'm selling and post that in different places to kind of make a name for myself or reputation for myself.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. So I, I see what you mean. So it's just like for you, that is just, it is more of like being able to use that as an asset to post, to show value in Different areas where people might be hanging out that could be customers.
1: Yeah. And so that part of that would be posting on other platforms, but then also posting on your own platform.
0: Right. To have it circle back to that. So it's like you're posting this, you might post, hey, here's some thoughts I had on an idea, and by the way, you know, I wrote a bigger, more in-depth article over here, Mm -hmm. that type of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a it's a good technique to start off, right, to just kind of starting to to get potentially some eyeballs. You know, there's a lot of places where right now communities, people hang out, you know, Reddit, mm-hmm. product product hunt. Where what what kind of places did you post to?
1: So I did to dev.to, uh, which is kind of like a developer forum type thing. And then I also did a bit to Medium a while back. I'm not sure I'd post there anymore, but that's uh, another topic. Did you wanna so some other methods I've used for distribution also is like online ads. So I did try some AdWords. I've also tried some some Reddit. And those I found to work fairly good. And it's kind of fun because you can just kind of optimize your funnel. Right. Um yeah.
0: Right. And you could just kind of tweak it, turn it on, turn it off. It's instant instant feed to to some attention for your your product.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you had kind of okay. mentioned that those other companies, they all had like, they really nailed down on one or two distribution channels. And that really kind of worked for them. Did you have any thoughts around like why that worked for them or like why they would choose that?
0: I mean, I didn't do enough research to find out like how Siteform really got off the ground. But I would, if I was to gander right now, I would say any of, I think a big reason they probably got a lot was was from their product itself. Hmm. You know, some products could be a little more inherently I don't I always caution to use the word viral. I, yeah. I, you know, obviously with being in referral marketing there's some elements of that gets overused and we often have to kind of talk customers down from that. It's like this referral marketing is not necessary like mean things are going to go viral, so to speak. But I think there's there's some virality to Typeform based off of you doing the form, seeing it, seeing Powered by Typeform at the bottom, and it's a naturally shareable product because it's a thing that you're going to create a form and you're going to send it to 10 people. You're going to send it to 100 people. And all of a sudden, you've got 100 people that are looking at this differentiated experience and going, huh, that was neat. That was different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so they kind of... they already kind of had that position and so that was a natural distribution channel for them
0: yeah and i don't know honestly how much well that how, how much how that well. was thought out by them right so some of these things and just you know you come up with an idea and it might have some of these natural baked in types of things so it's probably just an amount of awareness at this point. Like, how are we going to leverage that? Or, hey, you know, who did the original things, the Powered By, was it like Hotmail, yeah. some things like that? And obviously social networks now, you know, those are inherently viral because essentially they're trying to get your friends on there and it has no value unless more people are on it or chat soft, well, not chat software, messaging software, things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you're kind of evaluating your idea, how would you go about choosing a distribution channel or would you even choose?
0: I mean, as a, I guess as a bootstrapper, my mind is probably set on (laughs) search engine optimization and SEO. But for me, it's, it dovetails into what you're doing with content marketing because it's, I view those as like what you're doing as not repeatable, right? Like Mm. you would post something, you would do that. You have to promote your article, but I'm, would rather like look for associated keywords and I view this definitely as something like a you need to get in the game for at least search intent like again we started with are people searching for this type of product and I guess I have a firm belief that it's not terribly difficult to get in that conversation. that's what I always call it like how do you get okay it's you know software for I don't know, calibrating your webcam or something like that. Okay. And there's once you do write three or four articles, like start garnering some expertise around it, and post onto profiles on Captera and all these other places, like people that are looking for that can find you. So that's kind of where I start any of those and and, and I go and look at what is the feasibility, what is the traffic, how big is that market all those other things so as you kind of saw like i said going through those steps i went through before i'm kind of almost already self-evaluating for for the potential for seo so
1: yeah yeah you're really doubling down on that that that's interesting yeah. have you have you tried any other distribution methods or have you really just gone for seo i've i mean there
0: i think i feel like the, the, there's other ones to layer on i mean i like seo because once you get it once you set it down it's the gift that keeps on giving, right? Yeah. Like so, any of those things. It's a, re- if I put in a little, I put in some work, just like SaaS in general. You put in the work, you lay like a base layer, and the stuff is going to work while you sleep, right? So, I, I, that's where I start now. There's other things you do to kind of feed it to, so that you might be guest posting, you might be answering, core posts that again feed to your other articles, but it's a continuous process of starting to just monitor and get that steady organic traffic and starting to have a baseline 100 people visit a day or maybe it's 100 people a week and now it's 150 now can i find another associated keyword that is similar or worded differently or it's a long tail and all these types of things so i think it's it's a great way for bootstrappers because it can just build on itself um, over time and you don't have to spend you know a lot of money on it necessarily you can do it on your own so
1: and, and as, it's ideal
0: for me so i kind of just it, it and i'm have learned to be pretty decent at it so i kind of just stick to that before i have any other like layered strategies on top which there will be
1: so. yeah and as josh likes to say you're building an asset yeah true that's that's in that asset class so. there you go <laughs>
0: Cool. so so based off of last week's conversation and this week, have any of these changed how how you've thought about searching for an idea? I mean, I know last week one of the big like shocks to you and to your system was like how far you are off on some of these. And I think in further chat, you were even asking like how how do i how do I calibrate myself a little better, right? How do I How do I like narrow this down? Where are other places I want to start? Like, where else do you find, you know, you found all these revenue things. Where do you find those? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do I start like basically taking some reps at this and, and, and tune this up?
1: Yeah. And I, I think one of the things that came out of that discussion too, is to kind of, there's a couple of different podcasts and stuff like the, the Saster podcast, where you get founders on there talking about their revenue and even mm-hmm. just Google searching to find publicly available funding are great ways to kind of poke around and, and test, see if, see if there's something there. And I think one right. of the great things also with the, that Saster site is that they have a lot of company profiles on there. And so based on the company profiles, I can I can test, you know, try one out. Like let's let's look at one on there was PagerDuty. Let's look at PagerDuty. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the competitors to PagerDuty. Is there is there space in that market? You know, and do this over and over again. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah, I didn't look I it's funny, Saster's interesting. I love Saster content. It's one of those ones where for a bootstrapper, I think a lot of people may avoid mm. that type of stuff because there's a definitely a lot of VC speak. There's a lot of, you know, half the stuff might be like, you know, the, the first things on their bylines or the first things is saying how much they raise. So you, they, they come from, I would say, like cut a bit from a different cloth in terms of like their aspirations and how, how big something can be. Something that could be a win for you or me may not necessarily be of interest in that area but there's so much good advice and there's so much information on markets like all this stuff is out there right so
1: yeah i think that's kind of what i've been using it for is to find markets that i previously wasn't unaware of because they have all those company profiles there not to so much take the the funding amounts and all of that stuff as true as gospel but more to just say Oh, okay. There's this the company out here. They're doing some things. Let's go check out what that market is. Let's go check out what sort of revenue they're getting. Because that was really my problem, right? Is like, I couldn't guess revenue very well or the size of a market very well because I'm not very well calibrated around that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, with this new armed knowledge of finding markets and different places to search, in addition to talking about these different validations, are there anything you're taking away on how how it changes i mean i mentioned not even looking at mvps and talking to forums is that is are you still going to go that route or is it uh no i think what do you think about that
1: I, yeah i think that the method that you kind of talked about is a lot less effort and <laughs> like that seems to be the thing that i need to keep learning is stop trying to build software and do the hard things Let's try and figure out the market first, and the positioning, and as much figure out as much research as we can before diving into something. And yeah, I think figuring out like learning more about the marketplace, what the co- competitors that are in there, and how to position around that. Yeah, figuring that out first. That's kind of the key takeaway that I've I've gotten.
0: Okay, so I challenge you to next week with this newfound skill set or testing this out at least is bring at least five ideas to discuss and we'll we'll throw down with them and see see if they stick
1: okay well i've got my homework
0: yep cool all right talk to you next week
1: sounds good thanks for joining us today if you enjoyed our podcast please share with a friend we're new to this podcasting thing, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. Tweet us at searching for SAS on Twitter. That's searching the number four SAS, or send an email to searching for SaaS at gmail.com. See you next week.